Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the question we all have for you. We've asked it before. Do I want to? If you should happen to have another girl. Yeah. Will you keep trying until you have a boy? Ooh, good Ooh. question. No, because I have been uh, blessed, princess, cursed uh, with knowing that every child that I put out is going to be a, a female. Oh, you already know. Oh yeah, I knew she was gonna. I knew my first was gonna be a girl, and I know my next is gonna be a girl. I am surrounded in my entire life by nothing but beautiful, strong women. Okay, and uh, you know that is just that is that is the universe, right? Mm-hmm telling me that you know you did some things and you you know you're gonna we're gonna uh, get repent, you back right repent yeah. <laughs> so yeah like i'm not i'm not i'm not uh so hell-bent on having a boy you know if it what about ha- the martin name it will die I, I have a brother you know well, not if he doesn't have any boys well i'm sure he will i mean you don't feel that responsibility to carry it on no and it's it's fine man i you know women in 20 this will be what 2040 by the time they're getting married anyway by then they won't take our last name it might be a thing where the man takes the name you know you just don't know (laughs) you don't know what what's riley could be the one that changes it all riley's a beast bro riley's an absolute beast she's uh you know it's so funny with kids um i love that you have a daughter it's awesome I, the thing about you as the dad of a daughter yeah. is a great thing. I, it I, is great. I do love it. I do yeah. really enjoy it. And I and I look forward to like the times where, you know, right now she's she's I haven't talked about this on the show, but I have no problem doing that. She is de- quote unquote delayed. Uh so her communication is she's not really talking to us. She's not really um you know, babbling as much. Sure. She's not, uh, she should, she should know a certain amount of words now that she, do. she's really good at communicating what she wants. She can do that. If yeah. she wants a drink, she can, you know, say, you know, bring it here. Uh-huh. Um, and when she doesn't want something, she'll tell you, but she's not vo- vocally verbalizing things. Sure. Right. Sure, sure, sure. So we have somebody, we have a therapist coming to the house tomorrow. We qualified for thankfully. Um, and it's just funny with kids. Like I'm a radio host. I'm a professional talker. Sam is sort of a professional talker as an educator, you know. Yeah. You have to, and, and yet our daughter is like not communicating with us, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like trying to navigate that, and you know, um, and it's I I look at it as delayed, not denied. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Like that's how I look at uh at my you know at the whole thing. I haven't really. It, it's not like it's a bad thing. I don't think no. it's just it's very common. I have a friend, one of my very good friends, same his her son, same exact scenario, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, it's it, it, it. These kids develop at light speed too in different ways. One hundred percent. We're still we're thinking about getting Chris a therapist on some of his speech still yeah. because he's still having struggle. He's struggling yeah. with his R's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so again, kids are different. They're all yeah. and it all happens at different speeds. It all happens. Trust me. But you're doing the right thing. I mean, yeah. you can't well, go yeah, wrong. No, having exactly. A therapist and it qualified for. 
board and it was like you know it's totally free so i was like that's I, good. I, smart man yeah i think and it's it. i think yeah. it's only good but you know mm-hmm. me and my me and sam have this conversation a lot and she's more bent out of shape about it than i am and i really do i think we live in the in a such a competitive ch- childhood culture you know like everybody's just so quick to say oh my kid was walking at nine months my kid was talking at a lot of that social yeah. media you know? because you're seeing it on the bragathon on the social and i just think it i think it creates such a toxic culture no. like it is it, toxic. It doesn't matter what your kid is doing or not doing at 16 months. Yes. Right. It doesn't, you know, I, I didn't really talk until I was four. I went on to become a professional radio host. You know, like. Well, you, so this, yeah, this it, is, this runs in the family. Yeah. 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 It, it, it must. Yeah, four. it yeah. must. Mm-hmm. It, it clearly must. So, like, I just, you know, and, and hey, your kid can talk at, you know, 12 months. Fantastic. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's different speeds. But it doesn't, you, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're talking about. They're, they're little babies. Mm-hmm. We should just enjoy them. We should just, you know, I mean, it shouldn't be about like they're all gifts, trying no. to one up people That's right. with how advanced your child may or may not be. Right. The, um, the coin turns fast, John. Yeah. The coin turns fast. And, and I, I want to get in this too deeply because it, it, it does involve family, but I like what you're doing because I've, I've got a family member. It's really on Faith's side, though, where they've got a child who may be autistic. It, it's, it's much older than your daughter. And there's so much pride involved with dad doesn't want to test because where he comes from, right. And, and again, he's from overseas. That would be looked at as possible weakness. And, and of course, of course, no, no father wants to see any weakness or uh, a need in their child. But to that point, he does not He refuses, right. To even check it out, to see, to your point about being proactive. What, what's, what's the, what's going to hurt? No, you're, you're actually could be helping. Yeah. But in that case, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's the yep. other side of it where it's well, like, no, we don't want to do it because you know I know there's this pride involved, and if oh, if the child is autistic, then that's and some the sort stigma of, nope, too, no, you know. It's the stick exactly. Thank you, and and it's you, you got to get past that because because well, each you gotta, year you that you got to give your child this, the resources, it, right? Exactly. If that's the case, you're literally setting your child behind. Yep. You can test out of this. What isn't it, Jaden? Jaden Hardaway. That, that tested yes. out of autism. You can test out, but you've got to get it addressed, right? And don't keep putting it off. You know, just sort of with hopes, it yep. seems like to me. Yeah, a, no, I, a little bit of different situation. Back to the point, to, to compliment what you're doing. I think, you know, completely different, but yeah. I like that you're being proactive. Well, that's definitely, Why not? That's definitely uh, you know, all Sam, but, you know, I do think, uh, you know, you pay, you, look, it's it's your obligation as a parent, right? Yeah. You know, you got to you gotta try to but surround. But it's tough. Like, I get it, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's your kid. It's, you know, it's from you. Yeah. There's a di- great deal of pride, you know what I'm saying? And especially in... Uh, for folks coming from, in this case, overseas. My man's from Africa, and it, he's, oh, like, yeah. he's like, we're not testing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's, I, so it's different. I have seen that from parents. I've seen what you're talking about, Jason, from parents who don't want it on their record when they're older, too. They want no record of that test because wow. they want no flag of any kind in that arsenal to be looked at in case of... We want Junior to go to a special school. We mm-hmm. want Junior to go to a special private school. We want Junior to do this. And yep. so I'm not – I mean, by I, the way, that's not a defense of your, yeah. your friend. No, that's I'm, not – I pray he's right. I pray that his son's just fine. Yeah. Back to the point, everybody's different speeds. I just but don't I've want it to be that, on the other side yeah. of it where pride got in the way. That's, a, that's not good. And, and your kid yeah. got set back. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's another thing is like – I really believe that there is such a toxicity that comes with being a parent because oh, it's so we, tough. we project, like, not, not everybody, but, but it's hard not to, parents John. project like, yeah. oh, you need to go yeah. here. 
you need to be this kind no, no. of student. No. Absolutely. You, to, you know, you, you try to you try to plan the child's life for them. And of course, on some level, you do do that when they're five, six, seven, eight years old. You you know, you're gonna take care of them. Yeah. But in, in terms of placing, you know, your expectations for what you probably thought your life should have been, been on them. Yeah, that's a don't, no no. Like, who's that fair for? That's not. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's not fair for anybody. I, my stipulations have been very clear, right? As in, in terms of the uh, the expectations that I place on my daughter are very crystal clear. You cannot go to Tennessee. No, not, not going to Knoxville. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no orange. Beyond that, right. the world is your oyster. Mm-hmm. You just 865, not. Yeah. Ron that, Slay would say you're a damn fool. That's, and, I, and I tell you and, to the and same it's, thing. It's probably yeah. true. Mm-hmm. It's probably ridiculous. Like, there are great programs there <laughs> academically. You you're know? talking about what the universe does and everything to kind of equal and balance out everything. You realize you saying that is just setting yourself up. Oh, it's kind a like total you said trap about door. Having daughters and how the universe is kind of getting. Yes. What you're saying about Tennessee and putting your foot down here right now, you're just setting yourself Jason up. Jason is as on As you it. say, the universe to correct you. God, you know, whatever you want no, to call it. No, it's going to be like you're, you know, you're setting yourself it, up. Yes, here. he is. In, in 14, Isn't he? In, you nailed in, in it. In 14 years or 15 years. She's going to want to go there. We're going to have a conference. We're going to sit down and say, honey, you can't. I'm sorry. Don't you know when you tell them they can't, that's when they want to do it? Yes. I'm not going to reveal that until the time comes. Until until it, until it becomes very obvious that it, this is a direction she's pursuing, then I'm gonna have to sit her down and say because we're gonna have a great relationship, right? It's gonna be, she's gonna love dad, of course. you know, she's gonna love Hardy me, does. and we're gonna have a great relationship. And I'm gonna say, honey, anywhere else, please. Oh, there's a lot of other schools. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but anyway, I, you know, yeah, anywhere I, else. I think you're setting yourself up though. She might yeah. zero in on one. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would. Uh, I, you know, look, I'm sure there are a lot of other parents who are listening, right? Who are probably going through the same things with their kids, right? It's all relatable. You know, whether they're Everything two years said. old, whether they're right. younger, like yep. um, I really do. I I approach it from a standpoint of delayed and not denied, and it is not a poor reflection on you or your child that they may not be meeting a bar Amen. that society has set. You're helping somebody listening right now. You know, and I got to tell myself that. You know, I got to tell myself the guy, you know, my kid should be doing this. My Says who? Says who? My kid should be doing this according to who? You know, she's walking all over the damn place. Uh, she's healthy. You know, she's and she's healthy and she's happy and she laughs and like, that's what matters to me. And it, it, does my child have an environment that yes. she can grow up in that's safe and nurturing and all of these things? That is the only thing that, at the end of the day, as a parent, you can concern yourself with. Right. The rest is is gravy. The rest is is just you know trophies and ribbons and all that, mm-hmm. which equate to nothing. You know, I mean, what matters is is your child going to look back and say, "My parents gave me a great life," huh? and then they, well, they then they can do the same for their kids. You know, yeah. that's what matters. But I think you, it, within those parameters, you can also get in, get to some resources and, you know, do what you can. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, time for number two for you. Yeah, exactly. And by the time, you know, by the time Riley's like talking and, you know, writing dissertations at four years old, then it'll be time to, you know, hey, we're going to go back for a sophomore season. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Happy so, for, uh, for you and for Bennett. Yes. As well. Yes. You know, occasionally we'll have these. Two times over, going to be we, we don't, beautiful. We don't talk parenthood much, you know, but occasionally. I think the one, the, the segments we do have, though, are helpful for us all. Oh, yeah. I, all these parents yeah. who are listening can relate, you know, especially as you go into the teenage years and what Jason's going through going in two, three, four, now, fifth I think, grade. Now, I think John's going to start tuning us out here pretty soon because yeah. he's going to have been through all of it himself. That's like, right. It happens he's, it's, fast. It's, she's, she is growing so, so fast. So we won't be able to tell him anything. Well, this is what so happens true. when you get here because it's happening fast, ain't it, dude? Yeah, I'm not ready. You're, I'm not ready for the, uh, the, the the rebellion you know what i mean oh, like yeah. the, 
that's what I'm not the physically test. when pre- they start yeah. wanting to test yeah. you. Oh, yeah. yeah, see how far you gonna go. And then like like last night, last thing on this last night, this is a prime example of me not being ready. So Riley is a showman. Like she likes to get reactions. So last night when we were at the dinner table. <laughs> she started choking herself, not with her hands, but like she was like making a face where she was like <laughs> forcing herself uh, to cough. It would alarm right. you all. No, it made me laugh. It, oh. it, it made me. She was doing it for a laugh, trying to get a rise out of you. And then I laughed, and then she did it again, and then I laughed again, and she did it again. Oh, she loves when you and, laugh. And then Sam said, "You cannot laugh because she's just gonna get, continue to do it if you laugh, right?" And so that's the part. Like I'm still in that mode. Like it's still all funny and games to me. Why does mom want to shut it down when Riley's up on? You know, well, she's, because she's, she's making she's bad. Like forced, she's forced. She's like choking herself. She's but like she said it wasn't herself. her hands. Or she's like gagging herself. Seriously, like she's like gagging herself. Like she was like, yeah, like she was like play acting. Yeah, you know what, Dad? Yeah. You do need to stop that's then. What, what the hell are you doing? If it's it that was, serious, it was scary. funny yeah. to me yeah. though. It was like she was like, and Riley thought it was funny too. This dude liked a joker, man. Remember when he told us he's laughing at her when she's getting shots and stuff, and she's in pain at the doctor's office? John laughing like the damn joker. Yeah, Just I remember the swimming lessons. Out, he was laughing when she was upside down you doing have the floating drill. Man. Yeah, you gotta have soft, soft. You gotta be soft. Have hands. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, I got. But I, I got. I also got to develop that. Riley, no, I got to. De- that's what I got to develop. I'm not there yet. You know, every day is a is a struggle in that regard. I so, got you. Um, you anyway, be a little bit more compassionate and caring, dude. <laughs> Bennett's having your job. I don't. I don't. I don't know if Bennett has announced it. I don't. I don't even know if they know. Yeah, he, but he put it out. It's been out there. I think. I, uh, we yeah. don't know. And he said what it is on Gary's show. I think I, I heard the other he day. Are, what he already, uh, oh, he already I knows. Think, I think he, maybe I shouldn't say. I won't say. Yeah, okay. I, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, maybe I misheard that because I was talking. To, sometimes the hall blends into the studio, so I, right, I won't yeah. say. Yeah, uh, I won't say. I have not announced. This maybe we'll hold it off. But yeah, I remember Bennett, I announced to her, and my wife still holds it over me to this day. I don't mm. talk in You'll announce anything. Stuff, so you got to be careful. I mean, you announced your home address. I, I think Faith was three days pregnant, and I wow. came on here and said, I'm having a boy, I'm having a boy. Were you doing radio like, at I, the time? No, but I was doing hits with Verno. Verno. And, yeah, and, and I came on and studio, said it. probably. I said, dude, I, I I think Faith and I had just gotten done trying. Yeah. That's how, that's oh, how you were fresh. That thing was that's wet. How, that's how early it was and how eager I was to wow. make the announcement. And Faith still holds it over me to this day. It's funny. Bennett, uh, maybe Bennett's texting yeah, me. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, I won't that's what say. I'm saying, so, that's Bennett's info to let Oh, out. he said on the air. I've got confirmation uh, from Cindy DeBartelaben. She said he said on air, it's boy. Yeah. Hey! Mm-hmm. Not surprising. That man going to have an army. He's a good, I, he's going to be a great dad for two boys. He is a boy making machine. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, um, if you go to uh, mypatriotsupply.com, enter promo code Bennett, you can get <laughs> so fi- good. You can get 15% off. Now, <laughs> Now that's trusted <laughs> self-reliance, right? <laughs> it's it basically your emergency preparedness, right? Yes. Yeah. Bennett's ha- we we, we kind of joked about it. Kosovan army, oh. he's having over there. It's so funny. They will defend the Doyle family crest. He's gonna <laughs> have a whole man. security team in the bunker, SWAT team in a minute. In yeah. the, I, I don't think I think Bennett could 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 do it ten times, and he would be Stop. incapable of having a girl. <laughs> I think he's just going to because he's so damn manly. He's shooting darts, bro. Yeah, I'm just telling you, like, like nothing coming out of there but testosterone. Like, like darts. I think there would be and and, and bullets. Yeah, I'm going to give you ten girls. Yeah, I think Bennett's going to give you ten boys. I just think that's the way that one's going to go. Anyway, Bennett uh, fixing to wrap that rascal. Yeah, remember, delayed, not denied. Oh, I love that. That's what we live by. That's what we live by. Jeff Calkins going to join us uh, a little bit later in the show. We'll talk to him about Seth Hennigan. In no way was Seth Hennigan denied or delayed. They just threw him right into the fire. Uh, And so we'll talk to him about the kind of year he could be in for Memphis football and more on the other side. Jason and John, 92.5. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. ESPN. You know Trappy just got out and have to put them on. We the ones who got the numbers to put the city on. It's finally here. Football is back, and nobody's more excited than your friends at Superbook Sports. I'm on Superbook tonight. I got the under, 32 and a half. It's down to 30 and a half now. I still might entertain that. Superbook is bringing Vegas-style wagering to the palm of your hands, and now they will match 100% of your first bet up to $1,000. Doesn't matter if the bet wins. Doesn't matter if the bet loses. You don't have to be in Nashville. You don't have to be in Knoxville to enjoy football this fall. Visit Superbook.com or download the Superbook Tennessee app now and start getting in on all of the action. Visit Superbook.com for terms, condition, gambling problem. Call 1-800-889-9789. You want some little tidbits uh, on the Hall of Fame game tonight? Yeah, drop them on me. Well, so you have a meeting between two first-year coaches. And Doug Peterson and Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. right? Both been coaches previously. Um, Doug Peterson, in his first year uh, with the Eagles, went four and out in the preseason. <laughs> so, look, it it is his How many first. Years was he with the Eagles? Um, is it I want to say Ivish. I would say I'm giving him too many. I think you're giving him probably a tick too many. Okay. He was with them from 2016 to 2020. Four years. Yeah. Cool. So was that five seasons? Might be five seasons. I'm not four. Four years is fine though. So yeah. So he he's his first season in Philly. He went undefeated in the preseason. Got it. He is eight and eight overall against the spread in the preseason in his career as a coach. Four and six against the spread as an underdog. Josh McDaniels only had two preseasons, as you know, there in Denver. Right. Three and five against the spread, and then zero oh and two against the spread as a favorite. So who are uh, you know when it comes to the betting on things like this? Which again. Scary for me. I've done it. I just and scary bad. I'm doing it. I don't mean scary good. Right. No, I'm doing it, and I recognize how ridiculous it is. Um, it really comes down to like who's going to be taking snaps, right, at the quarterback position. Sure. For the Jaguars, uh, Jake Luton is going to start. Man, I couldn't have told you that if you'd pinned me down and made me tell you. Yes. Who Jake? Where from? He is from. Is he's dude? a 2020 uh, six round pick from Oregon State. Wow. So he's going to be getting Wait. some meaningful snaps. No one behind Trevor. 
Uh, and then for the Raiders, if I had to guess, um, Nick Mullins, Mullins. is going to get the start. Who like Nick Mullins is actually like a pretty good backup quarterback, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Nick Mullins used to start, you know, for the four. They weren't good. No, no, no. But he has, sh- I wouldn't say starting level quarterback. No, he has started games. But yeah, like that's like that's a big advantage. The 49ers knew when they had Nick Mullins there. We better go get somebody else. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Well, he was in there for injury too. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Let's see what the depth chart for the Raiders looks like because it's like, like he's only going to play like what, maybe two drives, maybe a quarter, right? So it's if uh, he's your true backup, probably. Oh, so Jarrett Stidham they've got at, okay at the at the backup. Now you're talking. Then Nick Mullins behind him. So that's that's a pretty good one too there. And if 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 Stidham's the real backup, you're gonna see a lot of Mullins, which actually in a preseason game is a big advantage. Is a huge advantage. That's why the Raiders have moved to two and a half point favorites tonight at, at your favorite sports book. Thank you. Found it. Um, and then for the Jaguars, it's probably even. I mean, if Jake Luton's getting the start, that's got to be a big drop off. I don't know who from it is, two but to it's three. Not gonna be good. Okay, so C.J. Beathard is out. He's the usual backup. Okay, that's what I thought. Luton and this, I didn't think he. Kyle was. Sloter, who was in the USFL. Like two weeks ago, so yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, you're, you're trying to find reasons for yourself. I think you found enough. That's gross. I mean, that's why the under is thoroughly in play uh, for the Raiders. Yes, the, what you need to look for is uh, Dylan Parham, who is probably going to start uh, for Since the Raiders. The ones aren't going. I would imagine so. Yeah, he's going to get the start for the Raiders there at uh, one of those guard positions. So there's some um, there's there's some University of Memphis ties. So let's keep uh, let's keep old Jared upright. You know, that's a good. Like I mean, I, I do think that right guard position is uh, is up for grabs. So I mean, it, he he might start, he might not. I mean, but there's he might get a long look. You know, I assume he will. Mm-hmm. So third rounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They got big hopes for him. So I'm rooting for him. Absolutely rooting for him. Uh, we'll talk about uh, this game tonight, what it means to Jeff personally when we come back. Get his thoughts on it. He loves it. preseason. He, he said, does. Yes, yeah, this morning. Yeah, he admitted it. He certainly did. And then we'll talk to him about uh, Memphis football and Seth Hennigan. All that and more when we come back. Jason and John, how are you trying to hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. ESPN. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. What's up, Jeff? 
How are y'all? Did you want like Good. some? Uh, did you want like some elaborate introduction? Because you're not getting it. What do you mean? I have my own song. What do you mean elaborate introduction? I got well, my own you know, song right there. You know, like when we introduce Jeff Hawkins, Jeff Hawkins. That's pretty freaking elaborate. When we when we introduce Ron Slay, you know, we kind of gave him the old J and J treatment. You know what I'm saying? You did. Yeah, oh yeah. Tennessee alone. Well, sadly, I was occupied. I was occupied. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm an avid listener of the show, but I missed the missed the Ron Slay. No, Ron Slay actually is really good. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I mean, he's a radio guy now, right? Yeah, he is. Isn't he, isn't, isn't he a professional broadcaster? That's right. And then he, the insight that comes with being a uh, wildly successful basketball player, plus he's a professional broadcaster. That's right. SEC Player of the Year in 2003. Born in Memphis. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we might just just for your you know sort of uh, housekeeping, we may we may sort of introduce him to the regular college basketball rotation of guests that we have. Well, that seems, just, that just, seems just, splendid. I'm glad I, you know, let's, yesterday I was driving around, and I heard uh, Anthony. I heard Anthony Sane on. That was fun. We'll also be yeah. adding him to the regular rotation. You know, we're, we we are uh, we are. You know, we, we, like Jeff. we've added a lot of uh, we've added a lot of new. You know, maybe familiar but new. Like Trista Crick joins us on Tuesdays. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Ron Slay will be joining us regularly. I'm assuming Anthony Sane joins us now weekly. So. You know, we're, 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 we're getting there, man. You know, it's called building brick by brick. It's very impressive. It's very impressive. I, I like the way that, you know, you guys, it's like an NFL team. You're never satisfied. You might have added, you know, but you're never, you're always looking to improve the team. You know, I do think yeah. like on some level, like you do this every day, like there, it, it can be easy to get complacent, but I don't think we are. I think we're, you know, we're always working hard, always striving to do the very best we can. And I don't think you do either. I think you work hard at it too. I, I, I'm complacent. I'm complacent. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say I was forced to say that, but you, you know, um, no, it's not complacent. It's Seth Hennigan. You perform well, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I read today at the Daily Memphian that uh, mm. Seth Hennigan is not going to be just good. He is going to be scary good, and we determined that The Shining is a good sort of reference for what scary is. Is he going to be the Shining level scary good? I never actually saw The Shining. Did you that's, see The Shining? That's shocking. Shocking. No, I don't like movies about... I, I don't like any kind of scary-ass movies. Well, well. And, uh, and in particular, I was actually just discussing the other day. I hate horror films. And, and, but if I had to sit through one, I would rather sit through a Jason or a Halloween. Michael where Myers, gets, right. People get chopped up to a thousand bits than something that involves the occult. You know, haunting. You know, I'd rather watch uh, Halloween than The Exorcist, for example. Oh yeah, no, like yeah, like the supernatural, you know like demon possessed. Does The yeah. Shining have some supernatural in it, or is it just like a, what is it? Is The Shining uh, the, someone in an the, old the, inn? It's like the hotel. The end is possessed, and so it gets yeah, it, its spirit I don't, I don't goes into it. Yes, yes. I don't, I don't. Sorry, that's not for me. Like Paranormal uh, Activity was pretty scary too. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that stuff. So um, okay. some people love it. I don't, I don't get it, you know. Maybe it's the same impulse that wants you to go on a terrifying ride. Did you see this ride recently? On Twitter, there's this ride, I think it was in Japan. And this woman is being held out over a, it's sort of like an elaborate bungee jump, only more terrifying. <laughs> it's just, just terrifying. Just, I mean, watching the video of it from the perspective looking down into the valley makes me want to throw up. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Do, I don't do those types. I don't do those types. Just, 
I prefer to, I prefer to get my thrills in Memphis football games. But the reason I said scary was that um, is that Seth Hennigan said that last week I really was astonished. He said that last year he was scared to run the ball, um, and that wasn't like I'm not. He didn't say, oh, you know, I didn't know when I could pick my spin. No, he used the word scared. Um, he was scared to run the ball, and he was scared of getting hit. And the truth of the matter is, it makes all the sense in the world. You're a little high school guy who's coming on, all of a sudden you're a starter, and you're afraid you're going to get mashed. But I've never, I've literally never heard a football player say that. It like sort of, what, it seems like it would violate some code. Whereas I was really, uh, I found it refreshing. He's like, man, you see those guys over there? Like, I'm wondering what I can get away with here. Basically, he was saying at this level, you know, without getting pulverized. And so I look at it and think, my God, the guy did as well as he did. Freshman All-American, 25 touchdowns, steps in true freshman when he's, you know, has seen defenses that he's never seen before, and he literally doesn't know what he can get away with running the ball. Um, And now here he is in year two. I think he's going to be tremendous. I mean, John, I remember with you about halfway through last year, we would have conversations maybe on the air, but certainly off the air, wondering like, well, Seth's going to be gone, you know? Yes. Like that he would transfer. Yes. Yeah. There was this looming. And then then he sort of came back. We just sort of took it for granted that he would, that he came back. Like it never, you know, but let's not forget, like we started worrying after seeing him for four games that he would transfer because he was that good. And so I don't undersell how important it was for him to come back. And, and honestly, the quote about him, now we'll see what he says after another year. He says, listen, you commit to a place, you're at that place. And um, I, I, just, like, I just thought, like, a column on Seth Hennigan isn't necessarily, it's like, okay, right about the quarterback. But I just thought between what he said um, and, between, and then what Ryan Silverfield said about him, which is that he expects him to graduate from the University of Memphis, I just thought there were some eye-opening things said. And I don't think that Seth Hennigan is getting – the pop that he deserves. I mean, there's this, there's this podcast called Unnecessary Roughness, with which I was not familiar before this was called to my attention. But anyway, they did, uh, they had four staffers who each ranked their top seven quarterbacks not in the Power Five. So, you know, we're talking about the group of five quarterbacks ranked the top seven. And between them, there was a lot of overlap, but between them they named ten different uh, you know, group of five quarterbacks. And Seth was not one of them. He's not one of the 35, you know, on the watch list for the Davey O'Brien or whatever else. And there are three or four quarterbacks in the American who get more pop than he does. And, uh, and, I, and, and I, I really do. I, expect, I, I think if they're going to have a big year, it's because he has a big year. Um, and I think he will have a big year. Uh, set aside Seth and how he's going to play here in year two. What are you, Jeff Calkins, most curious about when it comes to this football team? Whether that's you know the, you're replacing both coordinators, you, you know your, your position battles, whatever it is. Aside from Hennigan, what are you most curious about when it comes to this team? Well, I think the impact of the coordinators is the most interesting thing. But in particular, um, you know, a lot of attention is being played to the defensive side of the ball because it's a new scheme. But I really do think. Uh, beyond how they do, W's and L's, all of that, I really think the biggest question is, are they going to get back to being the, you know, 
score 40 points a game mm-hmm. kind of team. Like, if you look at the, at the stats, that they, the offensive stats, what they scored in conference play last year and the year before as compared to the years before that, it's really pretty staggering. In 2017, in conference games, 48 points a game. 2018 conference games, 39.50 points a game. 2019 conference games, 41.75 points a game. Okay, so 40, 40, and 48. 2017, 18, and 19. Immediately 2020, 27 points a game, 27.88 points a game, and then 2021, 25.63 yeah. points a game. I mean, they put a huge number of points against Arkansas State and stuff, but if you just go apples and apples, meaning in-conference games, it was a 15-point-a-game drop almost immediately. And so, to me, the question is, is it, uh, well, uh, COVID, Kenny Gainwell left, DeMonte Coxey left. Uh, last year they had a true freshman quarterback, and then Brandon Thomas gets injured and just bad luck and whatever else. Or is it mm-hmm. that the offensive philosophy has changed and in a way that, you know, that, that, that I don't think most Memphis fans would welcome. And so this year, you know, you get another year of it. Let's see. You got a year, a quarterback. You no longer have the, you know, the, the true freshman. I think Brandon Thomas can be really good as, as running back, returning running back. I expect him to be the bell cow. And um, so let's see. Can they get back to what they were? Or are those days gone? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they very clearly talk about 50-50, running the ball, throwing the ball, whatever else. I mean, Mike Garvell ran the ball effectively, too. It's just it was a spread the field, yeah. you know, try to outscore oh, the nice. other guy philosophy. And Memphis fans like that. And it, it came with a lot of wins, too. But that, to me, is the most interesting question. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I guess the question really becomes – you know what? Uh, what moves the needle? And, and you know, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer to that. And I don't know if there is an answer other than you know just winning you know conference championships. So we shall see. Um, I will say what's interesting is I sometimes wrestle with like what's the level of interest in Memphis football, right? Mm-hmm. Particularly because not it's not like coming off the Cotton Bowl peak, but this is this is purely anecdotal. Like the, the last three columns I've written about Memphis football have all done great. You know, like they all. You know, the column about Seth Hennigan, already in the top five most read things at the Daily Mencia. Like, and that's always true of Memphis basketball things. But I sort of wondered. Like, I, it, that's, again, just a very bit of anecdotal evidence right. of what people are interested in. But because I struggle with it. I don't really – it well, feels I, yeah. to me like it's, it's down a little bit. But I will say this. I write about it. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I think there is some hunger for it and interest in it. And, um, you know, and I hope they can – build on that momentum, uh, you know, by, by putting together a year uh, that lives up to, to what they've been over the last seven years. Well, yeah, I mean, the only thing that, you know, I mean, it's not the only thing, but I, I truly believe that if Memphis was in a power conference, that it would, be a, it would be a credible football program, you know? I mean, it's not like it's not. Oh, I think it would be a, a wildly successful. I mean, it's a credible football program now. Well, that's, I, not, I but what, that's what, but it's like, it's, it's just harder for people to get up for a, you know, credible football team outside of the non-power five. Yes, That's the but problem. I mean, yeah, but I'm talking about, they've always, I've made this point to you before. We've had, they have never been inside the power five, right? They've never, they've always been on the outside looking in. So whatever excitement there has been about Memphis football 
whether it's game day coming, whether it's winning conference championships, whether it's uh, going to the Cotton Bowl, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, every bit of that has always been outside the power. So I don't think it's because you're not in the power conference, you're not interested in Memphis football. Otherwise, people never have been interested in Memphis football. And I don't think that's true. I think there's been moments when Memphis football has been really captivating. And so it just feels to me like this year it's, the interest has been because maybe they're coming off a of 6-6 six, six, down a little from the peak of two years ago when they were also outside the Power Five. Um, but I, my, my point was really that, that I actually think, I mean, just judging by my columns, for example, you know, boom, immediately you put it up, people want to read about Memphis football. So maybe we underestimate the interest. Preseason football tonight. Uh, America's team. God, love it. Amer- America's team. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's getting going to have a chance. You think because without Urban there, they're rallying around Jacksonville as like yeah, I mean, a good story? That's what I, I really America's do. Team. I think a lot of people who sort of have spent the last year with, you know, the pent-up frustration, and now I think they're just ready to just let loose and jag off. I mean, I think that's kind of what they're ready to do there in Jacksonville. I think people really enjoy – I'll tell you personally – I enjoy your fandom. Like, like your tweet today is, America, what was it? You're going to be blessed by watching the Raiders tonight? I, I congratulated this entire great nation. Yeah. It's fun to watch your fandom. Like, and then ultimately, you know, you're going to be so frustrated. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become demoralizing at some point. But I, I like watching you go through it. And it, it's, it's well, that's like, so, and, and, and that, you know, that's what, for example – you don't give us. Jason don't, does not give us. You know, Jason has a mechanism. Jason becomes essentially like a porcupine when his teams are not relevant. He just he just doesn't let them in close. He yeah. he just sort of like punts them, and he's like, "I'll revisit you guys when you matter." I'm not going to sit here and ride this wave right. with you emotionally, right. which is sort of the same thing that you do. Except you no, don't do you don't opposite, come back. Honestly. You don't come back. I do the, I do the opposite. I. Uh, I do pretend it doesn't hurt me, but people know it hurts me. Right. You know? You're like, tormented. I, they're, they're, people soul. know it hurts me. And, and the it, truth of the matter is, it's easier for me to get emotionally involved with my teams when they're bad, because then I don't have any expectations. So, like, of the two Buffalo teams, I spend a lot more time right now reading about and following the Sabres, who are, like, one of the worst teams in the league, than I do the Bills. Because that whole pick-to-win-it-all thing makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> it just feels like yep. I'm going to get smashed. That's true. And, 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 uh, and let's, let's be honest, the last time I saw the Bills play, they were about to beat Kansas City. And you may recall this, if you're a big NFL guy, they did not. They did not, yeah. <laughs> they did not beat Kansas City. And, that was, uh, that was a, I mean, that's an underrated, like, brutal oh chapter. Yeah, what a kick in the balls. It was Absolutely. like 13 seconds, right? 13 seconds. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's like, brutal. I, now, it's not, it's not as bad as Memphis and Cal and, you know, Kansas, because it wasn't for the t- title, right? It wasn't that bad. Right. But it was pretty bad. No, that one's – You can that see why you no, got to gird yourself. No, you know? I can only – like, yeah. And I was – yeah, I remember watching it. I was only watching it on Twitter. By that point, I was yeah. only watching it on Twitter. I was following it on Twitter because I couldn't bear to watch and people were congratulating me and congratulating that me. That was a great football watched. game. Though. That was a great playoff on game. Text. People are congratulating me on text, and then all of a sudden it changed. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and, then for, and then for some stupid reason, the Chiefs went out and lost to the Bengals the next week. I mean, what sense does yeah. that make? 
That's so stupid. That would piss me off even more. Like you, could, you see, there's there's the guy guy named James Jones, former wide receiver for the Raiders now, and Packers. What Raiders yeah, and exactly. Packers? Okay, yeah. good. You, 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 okay, he picked Kansas City to finish last in that division. Wow, come on. He played with Derek Carr. So <laughs> well, he, he knows the power of Derek Carr. Well, I'm saying no. He's he's saying that because he was a former teammate of Derek Carr. Right, right. He, he's not gonna. And he came he, in with Derek right, as a rookie. I mean, you can, kind of a fun out on a limb argument to make, you know. No, but it's a, it's, it's are, the, the obvious one though. Incredible. It's the obvious argument to make though. Is it? Yes. Watch out for the Raiders. They're going to finish last. Oh, you mean the Chiefs? Okay, the yeah. Obvious, yeah. Well, that's like I, maybe it's, it's obvious to say they're not going to win. You know. Well, like, like, look, they are going to win the division. But the only reason I'm talking about him is because he picked them to finish last. You know, right. like the, it was. Yes, it no, that's true. That's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't, I still don't, but like, like the Chargers need to go out and win like some big games. You know, like go out and I know you got Khalil Mack and I know you got Bosa and you're you're very awesome on that side of the ball and Justin Herbert looks like he's the man. But go out and win some big games, man. You know, I I I think Josh Allen. It, look, I I could see a Tom Brady, Josh Allen Super Bowl. I 100 percent could see it. I don't think it will happen, but now, if I was to pick any team to win the Super Bowl, any single team to win the Super Bowl, I think you got to pick the Rams. That's what Jason. Just because the NFC is so much easier. It's true. I like I like your thinking there, Jeff. That's but where I'm at. I mean, the... it's not that they're the best necessarily, the best team, but like you know, they're they seem to me to have the much easier road. So how can you pick any individual AFC team? You well, know, you can pick the, you can pick the Chiefs. I mean, you could pick the Chiefs, yeah. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, they, yeah, do it every year, right? Uh, well, are you are you are you actually going to like turn it on tonight, or, like at least in the background? Uh, it's my son's twenty fifth birthday, so we're taking him out to dinner. Oh, and, happy birthday, uh, Ben! Awesome. Yeah, and so uh, and then and then we'll figure it out from there. Well, where are you taking him, Jeff? If you don't mind my asking. Uh, and what time will you be in there? Exactly. Yet. Okay. He hasn't weighed okay. in exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Will you tweet it out in the time? So that we can all wish we, time. Yeah, we all exactly. want to wish Ben a happy birthday. I bet they're going to Hog and right. Hominy. You just don't want to say it out loud, huh? All right, no, we respect you. We were no, I'm. I of course would be urging him to go to Bounty on Broad. Bounty, on, that's what I've tried Bounty is like the, really good. But I think so. Ben worked at Hog and Hominy once, uh, right? Okay, yeah. And uh, and he loves Hog and Hominy, but he did say he said I haven't been to any of the other ones, mm-hmm. and so I think the leaning is. An Andrew Michael restaurant that is not Hog and Hominy, like Captain America. You know, mm-hmm. you've never been there. So I think that's the way we're thinking. Okay. Well, we look forward to it, man. Uh, Jeff, Thank appreciate you, you as always. Hey, good to see you. He is Jeff Calkins. Yeah, look, I, I, think, uh, I think you should be a fan. I think, you, you know, to, to get into this and, uh, you know, whether it's what, like it's what makes it fun to be a fan, you know? Now, you really have no reason to be a fan. I will give you that. I'm, I'm a fan in the sense I want us to, to fail and, and get a good draft pick. Hell yeah. You know, because I mean, we have no chance of winning a championship. The great thing for Jeff is it's everybody's feeling like it's Super Bowl or bust for the Bills, but Josh Allen's just 26 years old. There's, they could be the next dynasty, they could. quite frankly, they with could. how young Josh Allen is and how good he is at this age. It's not just this year for them. They could win in the next couple of years, and they could win multiple titles. So you said Josh Allen's twenty-seven. He's twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay, that's a little older than I thought, but you know, yeah. I mean, you still got five, seven years of him being really awesome. Maybe more than that. Maybe five, more, seven yeah. years only puts him at thirty-one years old. Yeah, quarter, quarterbacks can play to into, well, well into their thirties. But to this point, he has to stop with the constant running, or else you'll be Cam Newton. And it'll get cut short. If he doesn't change that. 
we're not talking about going past another five, no. six years. No, you're exactly right. Prime. Yep, so you're, you're exactly right. He doesn't need to do that anymore. Well, anyway, preseason football kicks off tonight, and then we're off and rolling, folks. We will, you'll be getting ready for fantasy drafts with all your friends, and it'll be, it'll be a full speed ahead. Yep. All right, we'll come back, wrap it up here on Thursday. Jason and John, how do you turn to fan ESPN? A lot of companies in Memphis are hiring. There are plenty of folks out there hiring, but where should you go? Where are you going to get paid the most? Where do your skills fit the best? We've got the solution for anyone out there looking for work or even looking for a job change or a new career. It's called Millennium Search. Yeah, the Millennium Search hires for the very best companies in Memphis and the Mid-South have to offer. We can't say the names. That's part of the deal, but think about it. Shoes and apparel, shipping, medical, tools, healthcare. These are the companies. These are the sectors that Millennium Search hires for. Help you figure it out. Your better paying job with these best companies all starts at one place, Millennium Search. The incredible team they got over there is going to get to know you, get you in the spots best for you. All you got to do is get the web address. And it's jobswiththebest.com. Hey, jobswiththebest.com. If you or someone you know needs to start earning more immediately, they got you. They have immediate openings in Bahalia, Mississippi for general warehouse positions and forklift operator positions. Starting between $15 and $18 an hour. Call this number today, 662-985-6690. That's 662-985-6690. Go with the best today and start earning more tomorrow. As we said, uh, we have the Hall of Fame games. And I also saw a tweet, speaking of Hall of Fame, Desmond Bain leads the NBA uh, all-time for highest three-point percentage in the playoffs. Uh, he has, he is, and this is minimum th- four, four attempts now. I put on the miles. All right. This is literally the stat. Th- these folks had highest three-point percentage in the playoffs all time, minimum four attempts. I'm not sure why they did this. Stat muse. What the, what, that makes no sense. But Desmond Bain is number one. Seth Curry is number two. And Karis Levert is number three. See, what a dumbass stat. It is. What a dumbass stat. This is, I mean, I can't, like, 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 they put this out there. Like, I hope they did this, like, to be funny. I think they did it. You know, I mean, because it was, who would have ever guessed that? All right, who are the all time minimum? You'd say Curry. You'd put Curry in. You would say his brother. His brother, you know, uh, Clay, maybe, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to think of, like, another, you know, shooter. Who else would we sort of put in that group? Right now? Percentage wise. I mean, Bruce Bowen, right? I mean, you got the guys at the top. Bruce Bowen used to make threes like a Was mug. his percentage that high, though? I mean, in the corner, it you was. You knock him down that corner. Brad Cubs up 3 0 on y'all. You're dang. Oh, uh, it's a oh, double header. What, what, what a disgrace. We got two. We're playing two today. We that's got a, time. That's a disgrace. I think the series 5 4 right now. We're about to even it up with y'all. We, we're Cardinals we're going nowhere, a, John. A game and a half behind first place right now after the Pirates beat the Brewers yesterday. So we got time. Who are who, And you've had time to find our other shooters, John. Who are they? Mm-hmm. Bruce Bowen shot 42% from three in his career in the playoffs. By the way, uh, you, to the, in the playoffs. That's better. That, well, that's what it, it's a playoff. Stat yeah. that's pretty good. Oh, I, I 42 in the playoff. I had no idea. Yeah, listen, here's the thing about Bain though. In that stat, his his attempts are pretty high because you got what three years now, two years, so you got two years of playoff sh- shooting. No, he, look, the, the the Desmond Bain is the truth when it comes to the shooting the ball. I'm just saying that this is a, is he a max, is, is he a max player though? Yes, let's have that argument tomorrow on the Jason and John show. Because I know some very smart group people say no. I mean, he's a, he's a max player. If, if he's not a max player, then what is he? You, you have to find below somebody to pay. You have to find somebody well, to pay. What's a, what's a below the max contract look like for him? You know uh, I mean? Jaron Jackson's got a below the max contract. Well, he, you know, he, he's, I don't, he's I don't know what that number will be. He, he gets more than Jaron. He gets more than Jaron. Like, we'll play, you want to start there. He gets more than Jaron. And he's going to be defensive player of the year. Desmond Bain's the all-time leader in three-point percentage. Man, get up out of here with that mess. we got more to do. we got more to do. Availability Tomorrow, tomorrow. is the best ability. Yeah.
That's it. Yeah, we'll be here tomorrow, man. Uh, stick around. Uh, yeah. Get out of with Jeffrey up next. Thanks to Ron Slate. Thanks to Jeff Calkins. Uh, for Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.